Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. You are solely responsible for your interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA. You understand that the Love Zone USA does not in any way screen its listeners, nor does the Love Zone USA inquire into the backgrounds of its listeners or attempt to verify the statements of its listeners. The Love Zone USA makes no representations or warranties as to the conduct of its listeners or their compatibility with any current or future listeners. In no event shall the Love Zone USA or Blog Talk Radio be liable for any damages whatsoever, whether direct, indirect, general, special, compensatory, consequential, and or incidental, arising out of or relating to the conduct of you or anyone else in connection with the use of this service, including without limitation bodily injury, emotional distress, and or any other damages resulting from communications or meetings with other listeners of this service or persons you meet through this service. You agree to take reasonable precautions in all interactions with other listeners of the Love Zone USA, particularly if you decide to meet in person. In addition, you understand that the Love Zone USA makes no guarantees, either expressed or implied, regarding your ultimate compatibility with individuals you meet through listening to the Love Zone USA, the Love Zone USA, the Love Zone USA.
place where we can live and learn. We call it the Love Zone USA. It's yours truly. My, my name is Mike T. I'm your host tonight, along with my producer, who is going to be writing uh, on the MP3s. Uh, that's Tony Diamond. And we're going to be kicking it off in just a little while. Welcome, everyone. Uh, I would be remiss if I didn't say that uh, I know you heard me promote last week that we were going to be doing a tribute to Whitney Houston. And she is someone that I knew personally. I met her when I was at the radio station and uh, knew her growing up. Her aunt, Miss, well, uh, well, her cousin, Miss Dionne Warwick. And I go a long way back. Matter of fact, I wanted to bring Dion on the show as well as Sissy, but I decided to postpone that show. Reason being is because the family is grieving, and I want to give them time. I think we need to give them their space. And whenever we do that tribute to Whitney, trust me, it'll be second to none. Uh, Dion and I go back so far. Well, actually, I was with her with her uh, husband, Mr. Bill Elliott, great drummer. Did a movie. You can Google him online. Bill was a fantastic guy. He passed away many, many years ago. So I go a long way back with her cousin, Dion. And Sissy Houston met her when I was at WNJR. So I uh, know the family kind of well. So we're going to give them their space, and we're going to do a tribute to them, to Miss Whitney Houston, Newark's own, little nippy. <laughs> That's what I know her. We're going to do that a little later on. But tonight's show, which we substituted in, 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 in insert of that, is a show about vasectomies. Now, you're probably wondering why, via dating, are we going to do a show on vasectomies? Well, if you looked at the Facebook and the promotions that have been out there, it says, you're pregnant. I'm pregnant. And then the gentleman has a startled look on his face in the picture, and he says, you're pregnant? I have a vasectomy. So where did this all come from? Well, a friend of mine recently called me, told me about a couple, and the, uh, young, the, the couple is living together right now. I'm going to keep this anonymous because I'm not going to say the names. And the young lady told the man that she's living with that she's pregnant. But the gentleman that she's living with had a vasectomy. So the question is, is it his baby? And for those of you guys out there, this show is really for you. Now, I'll tell the rest of the story a little later on, but we have a specially invited guest tonight to add some clarity to this whole topic and subject about vasectomies. Something that I wasn't that aware of, and I'm sure many of you in our audience might not be. So we're going to talk about vasectomies, the procedure, and the percentage of chances that you can get pregnant, when, how. There are a lot of questions for the doctor. Dr. Luku should be here in about a half hour from now. And uh, when he does come, we're going to try to clear up some 
information about vasectomies. And my producer is just I am and me. Bear with me. I just wanted to send him a message. And uh, we're going to try to get some clarity on this because uh, can you have a vasectomy and your woman get pregnant? Things that make you go, hmm. Well, we're going to talk about that tonight and uh, try to shed some light. As we always say here inside the Love Zone USA, it's a place where we try to educate, elevate, and most of all, entertain. For those of you who haven't done it as of yet, you can go to the www.thelovezoneusa.com and you'll be able to click on the broadcast button, click on the logo, and you'll be able to hear us and you'll be able to see some information that we're going to be posting on our show tonight. In the meantime, in between time, uh, we have a lot of things coming up in the future, but uh, wanted to definitely make sure that you uh, checked out this show tonight because we think the information that will be shared will be worth your while to listen to and to, as we say, live and learn. Here with yours truly. Hmm. Well, like I said, the title of the show is You're Pregnant. You're pregnant? I had a vasectomy. So we're going to kick things off right about now with a song by Melanie Fiona. It's entitled 4 a.m. Here inside the Love Zone USA.
The Love Zone USA. God in me by Mary Mary here inside the Love Zone USA. Here with yours, Julie Mike T on this uh, Thursday evening. A lot going on. Yeah, a lot going on. This uh, Black History Month has been kicked off with a bang with a lot of deaths. 
Don Cornelius, Whitney Houston. Wow. It's just been kind of rough these days. But we kicked off this month with a special show by uh, Mr. Leon Huff, the partner in Gambling Huff. And uh, for those of you who missed it, it is online, as all our shows are. You can check them out at our uh, website now. All you have to do is click on www.thelovezoneusa, and if you scroll down to the bottom, which we're going to change in the future, you'll see a uh, link there that says iTunes. Click on that, and you can listen to any of our uh, recorded shows uh, that we've uh, aired in the past on iTunes. That's our archived library. So there's a lot of information there. You just pick a topic that may interest you, and it is there on iTunes. Tonight, all you have to do is go to our website, and um, you'll see some information. If you uh, are out there, I would suggest that you call up your buddies. Call up the men tonight. This show is for the men. Yeah. Ladies, you might want to listen in, too. But it is specifically geared for educating men about this show tonight. Entitled, You're Pregnant, I Had a Vasectomy. Yeah, something you need to guys need to know. So we're going to try to disseminate that information. We have a guest coming in just a little while, but uh, and uh, our guest's name is uh, Dr. Lukul. He'll be here to shed some light on that topic. And how can a woman get pregnant if a man has had a vasectomy? Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. So be sure to, uh, you know, check this out tonight because it's going to be a show that will shed some light on it. Yeah, a show that will shed some light on this topic tonight. Yours truly, Mike T. here, as we have got a lot of music lined up for you. We've got some special things happening in the future. You know, I talked about it a while back, but in the near future, we're going to be giving you some cash. That's right. We're going to give away some cash on the love song. So be sure to tell your friends about it or go to our Facebook page, www.facebook.com backslash the Love Zone USA, where we're going to give you more information about that. Also, the Hip Hop Channel. Woo! Yeah, I can't wait for that one. That's going to be 24-7. We might just start it off in just a four-hour segment. <laughs> and uh, we're going to do that pretty soon as well. So you tell your friends that Hip Hop and today's R&B is coming to the Love Zone USA. Yeah, we've got different formats for you. We're going to keep this one just the way it is, the variety. That's the spice of life. And to bring you some variety right about now, we've got the OJs. Here they are with mm, tonight's topic. Let me make love to you. Here is the love song you I'll be good. I'll 
Love Zone USA. Back to back to back to back to back.
The OJs and Eddie Levert there used to be my girl here inside the Love Zone USA. Now, if you had a vasectomy and your girl got pregnant, would it be your baby? How could that happen? Who would be the father? Hmm, things would make you go, hmm, would she still be your girl? Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. Well, this is why we're having this show tonight, because we want to get some answers to these questions. And we have a special guest that will be stopping by, hopefully, to answer these questions and many more tonight. Yeah. How does a woman get pregnant if a man has a vasectomy? Can it happen? Well, you might be surprised. You just might be surprised. I want you to stick around for that. Yes, in a few weeks, um, we're going to be coming up to uh, uh, another show that I'm not privy to tell you about just yet. But for those of you who are tuned in late and you're saying, what's going on tonight? I thought you were going to be doing the tribute to Whitney Houston. We decided to postpone that show to give the family a chance to grieve, and uh, we'll be scheduling that sometime in the future. So just keep listening to the Love Zone USA. Because we will let you know when we're going to have that show. I can assure you that we're going to bring on the people that knew Nippy. Yeah. And we're going to talk about the way she has affected so many people with her talent and with her her talent in music, her talent in acting, and her God's gift. So we want to give the family a chance to, uh, you know, grieve before we have that show. So, on a brighter note, like I said, tonight's show is all about she's pregnant. How could it happen if a man had a vasectomy? Hmm. Things will make you go, hmm. So, fellas, I suggest that you uh, stay tuned. And, ladies, if you have a male friend uh, out there, I would suggest you get on Facebook and chat and Tell them to listen in tonight. Be sure to let them know to go to the Love Zone USA. Click on the broadcast button because we're going to shed some light 
on this subject tonight. Yeah. How can a woman get pregnant if a man has had a vasectomy? How could it happen? Well, we're going to shed some light on that. Could be because the man is simply a sex machine. As we continue with more music, here's Fellas, I'm ready to get up and do my thing. I want to get into it, man, you know. Like a like a sex machine, man. Moving, doing it, you know. Can I count it off? One, two, three, four. Get on up, 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 get on up
funny running into you It has to be three years since we last seen each other Many flashbacks come to mind Of the wild and crazy times we used to have with one another We absolutely didn't care And it was over But that's when I was wilding now I couldn't care less about Someone getting hurt I've done my share of dirt But I'm a That's Dave Hollister here with One Woman Man here inside the Love Zone USA. Ah, uh, yeah. And, uh, hmm, <laughs> hmm. 
Well, looks like uh, we got a situation here. Hmm. And we do have a situation here. Well, you know what? I want to tell you something real quick because of the fact that uh, there was a bill drafted today, or not, actually it was Tuesday. It was Tuesday. And the bill that was drafted is going viral. Let me tell you a little bit about this bill. Representative Yasmin Neal, she's a Jonesboro Democrat. Recently, you know, she was just an unknown uh, state representative there in Georgia. But on Tuesday morning, she drafted a bill to limit vasectomies. And her bill is number 1116. And it's a House bill. And it's uh, limiting the and moving through the Georgia State House. And you know what she's proposing is limiting vasectomies for men, except in cases where not getting one would result in death or impairment of a major bodily function. That's right. It's a bill that is circulating in the Georgia State House that is going to uh, limit men for not getting one would result in death or impairment of a major bodily function. Now, they say it's a parody, and uh, she's trying to make an argument on a serious message, and she's she's doing this as a double standard because, you know, she's saying, consider the feelings of a woman, if only for a moment, when drafting legislation that tells women what kind of medical decisions they can or cannot make. That's the purpose of her drafting this vasectomy bill, which is traveling around the state house. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's get some insight on this right now. We're going to bring our guest in. Our guest is uh, Dr. Luku, and uh, he's a specialist in vasectomies, and I uh, welcome him to the Love Zone USA. Dr. Luku, are you uh, with us? I am. I am. Good evening. How are you? I'm great. Good, good, glad to be here. Thank you for stopping by. We wanted to get some uh, information, shed light on this. Uh, I don't know if you heard about the vasectomy bill that's being uh, circulated around in the Georgia State House. Have you heard about that recently in the news? I, I did. I, I saw the the interview with the representative in question, and uh, you know, um, I'm not sure how much politics you're willing to discuss on your show. I, I think the point she makes is. <laughs> is is pretty interesting and 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 maybe valid you know what what uh how much of this are we supposed to be legislating for other people you know it's it because certainly when you read the headline you kind of think to yourself boy that's crazy <laughs> yeah 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 it seems to be uh off off to the left a little bit so doctor before we get into our topic tonight well, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about your background and your specialties and and um you know what what makes you an authority on this uh topic uh, sure. I, I am uh, I'm a urologist on faculty at, at NYU University, uh, where I'm the, the director of male reproductive health. So the overwhelming majority of, of vasectomies, vasectomy reversals, things like that that go on uh, at our institution, uh, I do them. Uh, I have uh, fellowship training in infertility, so couples where the couple can't have kids and the guy has a problem, that, that's my area of specialty, uh, it just so happens that one of the things most of us end up doing as a result is, is also uh, vasectomy. 
I probably end up doing anywhere from uh, six to ten a month on average. And and doctor, you know that that to me is a very serious decision for any man to have to come to that come to grips with that. Can you tell me some of the instances or our audience what are some of the reasons that uh, men come to grips with that decision and and, and go through with that procedure? The the number one reason, I I think the only reason is the decision not to have any more children. And so usually, but not always, I'm talking to somebody who is in a committed relationship. He and his wife or, or his girlfriend have uh, as many kids as they want to have, and they are looking for um, a, a permanent form of contraception. Okay, obviously, there's a lot of different ways to uh, to skin that cat. How are you going to guarantee for a couple that they're not going to have any more kids? And one of the things about it that's important is this idea of guys kind of stepping up and saying, okay, it's it's my turn. You know, you we have three kids, and, and you carried them, and you pushed them out, so, uh, you know, it's i, I got to do something. i got to step up to the plate here, I think. A lot of couples, when the guys made this decision, that that's kind of their thought process. Okay. And I ran across a situation that brought me to doing this show, and we're going to talk about it in a little while. But um, this procedure for men, when they come to this decision to do this, uh, I, I've re- been reading a little bit about it. I take it, it it's, uh, it's a local anesthetic, and uh, it takes about how long? Anywhere from from 15 to, to 30 minutes uh, in the office, uh, local anesthesia alone. Uh, occasionally somebody will tell me that they're so anxious about the idea that they've had trouble with minor procedures before, and maybe we'll give them a little bit of something to, to kind of relax them or sedate them a little bit. Um, but people still ought to be able to leave after the procedure under their own power, uh, maybe with somebody to to, to help them get back home and it it is in the overwhelming majority of cases uh sort of straightforward and easily tolerated i I do most of mine in my clinic on thursday and i i tell people i think it's very very reasonable for them to anticipate being back on work the following monday occasionally people have to work the next excuse me the next day and, and they've got no problems doing that so you're 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 alluding to the fact that this is a pretty uh kind of outpatient um, procedure, if, if 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 I can term it that way. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. No one no one's going to stay in the hospital after uh, after having had this done. Wow, that's news to me. Hmm. I guess for for most men um, to come to that decision, and like you say, they've they've had some discussion with their girlfriend, their wife, or their, their fiance. You know, to come to that decision and. Um, like you say, stepping up, it's their turn to step up to the plate. Um, I guess w- what what comes to mind is that we normally associate permanent contraception with women doing this. And can you say, can you tell us, give us any insight as to, you know, how long you've been doing this and has it been more of it in the past or is it growing more now? Uh, sure. So uh, 
vasectomy's been around as a as an offered a regularly offered procedure for uh, more than a hundred years. Now it is one of those things where um, certainly it has come into and out of vogue in the modern world at different times. Mm. Uh, so th- there was uh, discussion about it in the 40s and 50s as having some health risks, and then it became popular again in the 60s, and and it sort of remained popular since then, although there is obviously some ebb and flow to how many of them are getting done every year. Uh, in the past few years, the number's been pretty steady right at around a half a million done in the United States every year. Now, the um, to answer your, your other question, yes, th- there is another way that you can uh, permanently sterilize a couple, and that is for a woman to have her tubes tied. You know, that's that's the the colloquialism for it. It's called a tubal ligation. Now, that's a procedure that that does need to be done in an operating room, okay? And so it is something that can be done at the same time as, say, a cesarean section, but it can't be done in a gynecologist's office. And so that is one of the reasons why couples will oftentimes sort of sit down, look at each other, and go, look, you know, we're done having kids. And they look into it a little bit, and they realize that it's going to be much easier for him to get a vasectomy than it is for her to go get her tubes tied. Um, I, I Believe me, if, if there's couples in the listening audience who are wondering, you know, leaning one way or the other, I, I'm not going to influence you based on that. I mean, it's a decision that you guys have to make. Uh, that you're comfortable with. You know, you need to sit down and talk to each other and, and come up with a solution that, that works for the two of you. Um, but certainly I think that one factor has, just, you know, influenced a lot of the guys who have decided to move forward with having vasectomy. And the number that you gave kind of startled me. Um, a half a million, is that like currently or last year or where is that number coming from? The last time I saw that number published was uh, was from the American Neurological Association, so the, the professional organization that I belong to and, and other board-certified urologists in the country and around the world belong to. Um, and that number, the published number five years ago in 2006 was 527,000 in the United States that year. Now, uh, keep in mind, there are vasectomies that are done by people who are not urologists, so there are family practitioners who do the procedure. Uh, There are, you know, for example, nurse practitioners or physician's assistants who learn how to do the procedure and may be doing it in someone else's office, an internist's office or a general surgeon's office, depending upon where you're in practice and whether or not there is a a urologist who's local and comfortable doing the procedure. So the number may actually even be a little bit higher than that. Wow. 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 Well, uh, Doc, if you would mind staying with us for a little bit, I want to take a musical break. A little later on, we might uh, get into some questions from our audience, but I have a few more questions for you in regards to the reversal and uh, the chances of a woman getting pregnant, and I want to get into that when we come back. Would you hang in there with us for a second? Absolutely. Okay. Here inside the Love Zone, it's yours truly. My name is Mike T., and we have our special guest with us. His name is Dr. Luku. And he's a specialist in vasectomies. And we're going to talk about the reversal of that process as well as uh, can a woman get pregnant. And there are probably other questions. And if you have a question for the doctor tonight, feel free to give us a call at 347-539-5729. We're going to open up the phone lines in just a little bit. Right now, hmm, 
The reason for this show tonight is because of this next record. It's by L.J. Reynolds, and it's entitled, You've Been Cheating on Me, here inside the Love Zone USA.
Oh, I remember the days of uh, riding with Michael Jackson and his brothers when they came to Epic Records, CBS. The Jacksons, yeah, rock with you. Here inside the Love Zone USA, it's yours, Julie Mike T., as we're going to continue this evening with our guest, Dr. Lugo, and I have him on the line right now. And as we talked earlier, um, Dr. Lugo, can you tell our audience, after this procedure of having a vasectomy, when can a couple resume intercourse? It looks like, uh, you know, like you stated earlier, that uh, the patient can resume work pretty quickly, but how soon can a couple reasonably expect to have sexual intercourse again? Sure. So so I tell guys after they have this procedure that, yes, they could go back to work probably the following Monday, but I want them to refrain from three things for a solid two weeks, okay? So strenuous exercise, heavy lifting, and sex. And the reason is uh, sometimes you can have a, a non-serious but bothersome complication arise from those kinds of activities if you uh, if you go back to them too early. So occasionally I have somebody tell me, Doc, you know, we did this on Thursday, I felt great on Sunday, and I, I took a 20-mile bike ride, mm-hmm. and now I've got this problem. So I, I really want people to uh, to take it easy for a couple of weeks. I see them two weeks after the procedure, and assuming everything looks good, I tell them, look, you can go back to doing whatever you want to, and that does include sex. But they have one other instruction at that point, which is still important. They've got to keep using contraception for at least an additional uh, period of time. And that has to do with the fact that that for a while after this procedure has been done, they are still technically firing live rounds, if if you know what I mean. Yeah, with with a sperm count. Exactly. Uh, Which brings me to my next question, which is going to lead into the reason for the show. Um, How long after this procedure can a man feel safe that the the live rounds or there's no sperm count what month what week how long a term would that be in your estimation for most men sure there's a specific number i give people if i can talk frankly i tell them that they've got to plan on using contraception for at least 20 ejaculations okay? okay i give them a procedure to go do a semen analysis after however long it's taken them to get to that point. There's some guys who call into the office, you know, a week later and tell me, Doc, I did the semen analysis. And then there's guys that takes them two, three, four months. And the reason is, you know, what all we're doing when we do this is we're making a blockage in these tubes that drain sperm out of the testicle. Now, upstream of where I make that blockage, there are still already live sperm, many, many, many live sperm. And so those have to get out of the system before uh, the tank is basically empty and isn't going to get refilled now because of the blockage. So the the idea is it's not really a matter of time. It really is a matter of emptying out that system, if you can understand what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so uh, patients, I, I, I tell my patients, look, you know, you've you got to be careful about this. If it takes you three months, in that interval of three months, you've got to keep using contraception because you can still get somebody pregnant. We talk about the success rate of vasectomy being 99.96% successful. So that means it fails four in 10,000 times or one in 2,500 times. Of those failures, the overwhelming majority are people who don't follow this instruction, who okay. a couple months go by, 
they say to themselves, ah, you know, I don't have time to do the analysis, and I'm sure this guy's crazy. It has to be, you know, all taken care of by by now down there. And they start having unprotected intercourse with their wife or their partner, and, and they get her pregnant. So mm-hmm. it, it is something that I think people do have to be careful about, and I, I do make a point. I, I really want people to be well-educated about it. It, it is something that uh, it's kind of an avoidable complication as long as people follow the instructions. Okay. Okay. So that brings me to the real crux of this show. A friend of mine called me and said, a young lady and a man that he knew, uh, I guess they're living, I won't, I'll, all of this will be anonymous, they're living out of state. And the gentleman, well, the, the girl called him and said she was pregnant. And he said to her, I thought you said your boyfriend had a vasectomy. She says, yeah. And she couldn't put how this happened. So the underlying situation here, Doc, is that this gentleman who has had this vasectomy has had this vasectomy for about two years. Okay. Can pregnancy happen after? Now, you explained that a couple of weeks, 20 ejaculations, maybe a couple of months, and it sounded to me like that's dependent upon the individuals or the man and probably under the doctor's advice, and, and they can usually tell. So at what point would this be the 99.9% chance that a guy having a vasectomy for two years um, that a woman could come up pregnant? Is that a chance? It, it is a great question. And so when I when I talk to people about this procedure and I'm telling them, you know, the risks and benefits of it and, and try to help them make a decision to do it or not to do it, I tell them that there are two types of failures. One is early, which is what we've already talked about, and the other is late. Late is much rarer. Again, the thing fails four out of 10,000 times, and it's a minority of those that are late failures. But what happens in late failures are uh, somehow the thing grows itself back together, Okay. And believe me, there there are people studying this. There's other stuff in the human body that we're trying to get to grow back together and we can't. And there's no reason that that any of us should have evolved the ability to reconnect this thing. You know, there's no analogous event to a vasectomy in nature in the animal kingdom that should have made any of us, you know, have a tube that can grow itself back together. But there it is. Lo and behold, you know, it does this. And so plenty of people have studied it and tried to figure out why. Now, the the only reason I tell people this, one, I want them to understand, look, it's a possibility. It's a remote possibility, but it's out there. Two, if and I tell them the exact same thing every time, if two, three, four years goes by and your wife gets pregnant, before you assume it's the mailman's kid, I want you to come in and do a semen analysis, okay? Mm-hmm. Every now and again, this happens. Mm-hmm. And you check a semen analysis, and lo and behold, there are a few sperm there. It's never great. It never looks like something that's totally normal. Uh, and and the you know fact that this couple got pregnant is usually kind of the equivalent of the immaculate conception. It's practically a miracle, but it does happen. And the other thing about doing all of the things that are you know important in terms of these instructions, I. I if somebody comes in three years later and they have a semen analysis that shows some sperm and they never did the first one after the procedure that tells me there was no sperm, then I can't know what's happened. You know, did this thing, was it not working the whole time? 
which is kind of a terrifying possibility, or did it work for a while and then reconnect itself? Mm-hmm. I, either way, I mean, it's kind of a moot point, but when it's something where the thing has never worked, you know, you tell patients, look, especially guys who are active with more than one partner, you got to be worried that you could have followed a few pregnancies, which is obviously something that nobody wants to hear. Mm. Well, when we come back, Doctor, I want to dig a little further into the semen analysis and sperm counts and uh, talk about that. And you've, you've, you've definitely cleared up, I think, a lot in regards to the failure rate of, of this procedure. But uh, there's some more information I'd like to get shed some light on in regards to the semen analysis and what a gentleman should do, as well as, you know, the sperm counts that would, you know, as you say, uh, eliminate the mailman out of this picture. So would you hang in there with us for a few minutes? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Here inside the Love Zone is yours truly, Mike T., as we're talking about uh, this topic tonight. And the topic is you're pregnant. And the gentleman is startled as to how could it have happened. I have a vasectomy. Well, as you just heard, that can happen here inside the Love Zone. As we continue with more music right now, this is by H-Town. It's called Knockin' Boots. Oh, man. 
Love Zone USA.
Somebody loves you, baby. Here inside the Love Zone, we are spreading love all over the world this year. That is our new model, besides the fact that you can listen to your heart, and we live and learn. We live and learn through the music. We live and learn through your experiences, and we definitely live and learn through our guests. And tonight, our guest is Dr. Luku, who is a specialist in vasectomies, and I have him back on the air, and I would like to speak to him about where we left off with the mailman and uh, and how this uh, show actually came about. Doctor, for those gentlemen who do have some doubt that it may be their child, that, that the woman is pregnant, because I'm sure when you hear that initially, and it's two years later, you might... A little, a little bell might go off in the head, and sure. you might suspect it's the mailman. So, what would you advise men to do in, as far as this semen analysis and this procedure, and them going back to the doctor to kind of, you know, not open up a can of worms to to, to say, "Honey, you've been sleeping with the mailman," uh, to get some insight on this prior to possibly opening up that can of worms? What would you advise? I mean, I, I really think, obviously, it's it's an extraordinarily 
difficult situation for anybody in a relationship to find themselves in. Uh, as as crazy as it sounds, I would always tell the guy in question, you know, be open with your partner and tell her, I'm going to go see the doctor, just make sure that this damn thing is still working. And the reason is, you know, you're certainly going to be able to figure out a lot about what you need to know, I'm guessing, just based on her response to that. Mm. You know, uh, uh, what's she going to do? If, if she knows... Well, it's got to be his. I haven't been fooling around. She's going to tell you, look, go, let's see. Mm. Uh, whereas if, if she's got reason to worry, you know, she'll, she'll let you know that too. Um, it's crazy that, you know, that, that people got to worry about stuff like this, but it's also reality. <laughs> you know, mm. I, mean, uh, I, I don't I don't think anybody out there is, uh, is in denial about the possibility that something like that can happen to them. Well... As I said, this show came because of a phone call to me, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I I have the suspicion. Now I just have the suspicion that if it were me, I would I would go and see the doctor and have this semen analysis. Now, what does that procedure consist of? I mean, you know, because now that he has had a vasectomy. Uh, what what is this a uh, local anesthetic that has to be done again? And uh... no, no, no. I mean, it, it's so the the guy who's had a vasectomy after after he has healed up and gotten back to having intercourse and gone through that period of time where he needs to keep using contraception and now we stop using contraception. He still has um, when he ejaculates. He still has fluid come out. He still has semen come out it just doesn't have any sperm in it anymore okay and right assuming that the procedures worked and so that you know he doesn't have to do anything other than what any other guy who is going to give a semen analysis has to do which is to show up at one of these facilities they put you in a room they give you something to look at you know be it a a movie or a magazine or something and the, the guy collects a sample Okay. And, okay. Right. Gotcha. And so the, the same rules apply. It, it's nothing difficult for somebody to to go and do. Now, um, taking that a step further, a uh, gentleman has this semen analysis. How long does it take before he gets an answer? And should the semen? What would be the? What would you say to a gentleman who has? What would the result be? I guess is the question that you could assure this gentleman that must be the mailman. <laughs> sure. He uh, he should have an answer before the end of the day. Mm. And that answer should be there's no sperm there. I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of guys in that situation are probably rooting for there are some sperm there because then, you know, there's right. no sperm there. It means they got to go have a difficult conversation with their wife. Right, right. But, uh, right. yeah, I mean, in that, you know, in that case, yes. Until proven otherwise, it is the mailman's kid. Okay, so if there's no sperm, then we're talking about the mailman. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, that's believe me, it, this conversation maybe it happens once a year, and every time I tell myself, "Geez, this was just not a conversation I wanted to find myself involved <laughs> in." <laughs> Uh, doctor, I got, I gotta, gotta say, you know, I had never thought about doing a show like this, but when this situation came up, I, I just thought it would be 
shed light to a lot of men because we're we, we tend to be less, I guess, uh, knowledgeable about these things uh, than women. Mm-hmm. And I thought your insight could shed a lot of light, um, especially about the failure rate, um, things that people need to know early on. And the scenario that I'm I'm describing to you is very late in the relationship, like two years later. So sure. um, the, the there's only one last thing that I'd like to ask you about when we come back, but uh, you have answered my my dying question of if there is no sperm, then it has to be the male. It has to it has to be someone else's. I I, I guess. You know, say you go home and you have that conversation with your wife, okay. and she just just insists. You know, it, it's it is it is yours, right? Okay, there's just no other way, ifs, ands, or buts about it, right? You know, I suppose there is a chance that the test is in error, and hmm. if you you know if you trust this person, you you ask her, okay, uh, you know, we're we're gonna. Uh, we're going to wait until the pregnancy goes a little bit further along, and we can do a paternity test. You know, okay. that they can they can do an amniocentesis and take some fluid from around the the baby and and test the genes of that fluid and see whether or not it's your kid. Hmm. And yeah, I mean, there there's the possibility that that what's going on here is really you know almost an immaculate conception that there's very rare numbers of sperm that the test isn't seeing it something like that. But now you're starting to talk about things that are so rare. I mean, just extraordinarily rare possibilities. Okay. So, um, you know, I, I would really want it to be a couple where these are two people who can look each other in the eye and, and they've got every reason to believe each other. Well, then, you know, I'd be willing to go through that sort of an extraordinary effort for them. But right. otherwise, right. you know, usually by the time you get to this part of the argument, you know, somebody's going to crack and something's going to come out and, and – People are going to know where things stand. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Well, on that note, that clears up a lot in this uh, conversation. The only last thing that I'd like to discuss before you leave us, Doctor, is the reversal process. Now, for those men, I I read something that this procedure can be reversed. For Mm -hmm. those who have a change of mind, not that we men have a lot of change of mind, uh, <laughs> that never happens, right? <laughs> I have a problem returning things at the store. I just told a friend of mine the other day, I said, you know, women would just do this automatically. And because I waited one day too late, I can't return this phone with can't a off for my hand. So anyway, so for the gentlemen out there in our audience who do have a change of mind, how long after this can they reverse this procedure and what are the, you know, I guess drawbacks of this and, and, and complications, and when should they? I mean, that just sure. seems to be like they've already set it in stone, but for those men who do want to change their mind, what, what would you advise and how does that uh, come into play? Sure. I uh, I do that procedure. Uh, it, it's not something that that's done in the office, although it can be if, if your office setup is, is sort of perfectly in tune, but... Most of us do this in the operating room. We need those of us who have been trained to do it, um, you know, and, and do large numbers of these cases. All of us use a microscope, an operating microscope, because what you're talking about is putting this tube back together with stitches that are finer than human hair. 
and we we do it with a, a few stitches that are properly placed. It's a very delicate sort of microsurgery. If somebody has had their vasectomy within the past 10 years, I tell them that they've got a better than 90, 95% chance that we'll get sperm back into the ejaculate. Now, that that does not translate to a 90, 95% chance that their partner and them are going to get pregnant. And so that speaks to your question, you know, who should be thinking about doing this? Uh, the guy who comes in and had his vasectomy, you know, 12 years ago with his first wife, and is with a woman now who's in her 40s, I don't tell him to get a vasectomy reversed. I tell him, let's do a little quick procedure where we get some sperm directly out of the testicle through a tiny opening, and you and her are going to do IVF cause she pro- in vitro fertilization because she probably needs it anyway given her age. But the guy who comes in, you know, same guy he had it 10 years ago when he comes in and, and he's marrying somebody in her 20s and they want to have more than one kid, I tell him, look, man, this is a no-brainer. You and I should put this thing back together, and uh, you guys should have every chance in the world of, of being able to have a family naturally. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. That's interesting, very interesting. And I guess the other question that eluded me earlier that I wanted to bring up earlier in this conversation was, the age range. Um, what would you say is the lion's share of the age range, or is it all over the spectrum uh, for gentlemen who make this this decision to actually have the vasectomy, uh, not the reversal, but to actually have it? Is there an age group that you would say is more inclined to uh, have this procedure? I, I do tend to find that most of these men are in, in their 30s and 40s, mm-hmm. not all of them. Um, but but a, probably a majority of them. The um, I, I you know I have done them on men in their sixties and I've done them on men in their twenties. Uh, but for the most part, I think we're talking men in their thirties and forties. Okay. Wow. Wow. Well, doctor, I gotta say you've uh, shed a lot of light on this subject that uh, came up because of a phone conversation, and I just couldn't wait to do it. I, I'm so. Happy that you had some time to spend with us and to answer some of the questions that I had and uh, that I think would shed a lot of light on this uh, subject matter in regards to relationships, dating, and that's what this show is all about. Um, Is there a number, email address, or website that you would like to uh, share with our audience, Uh, either one? um, Sure. People who would like to, uh, you know, contact you in the future, possibly. Absolutely. My my email address is... It's just Dr. Alukal at nyumc.org. So that's dr.alukal at nyumcmarycharlie.org. Uh, again, I'm Dr. Joe Alukal. I'm the Director of Male Reproductive Health at, uh, at NYU Medical Center. And I'm absolutely happy to, uh, to help anybody out there who's got questions relating to this issue. Oh, Doctor, you have uh, shed some light on it for me, and I'm sure many of our, in our audience tonight. And I thank you, and I'd like to have you as a friend of the show and to have you back sometime to talk about other subjects that may be med- medically uh, related um, to dating. Absolutely. I'd love to, uh, love to help out however I can, whenever I can. Okay, Doctor. Thank you so much for uh, stopping in the Love Zone USA tonight, and well, we appreciate you. Thank you. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, great. Ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, Dr. Luku, who has graced us with uh, shedding some light on the uh, topic of vasectomies. And for those of you gentlemen out there considering that, give it some serious thought. Um, It's something that couples should discuss and should get counseling for, I believe, uh, prior to uh, taking on that final decision. 
On that note, it's yours truly, Mike T. As I stated earlier, we uh, substituted this show in uh, place of a uh, Whitney Houston tribute, which we're going to have sometime in the future. And uh, right now, I'm going to go back into more music. Here, inside the Love Zone USA, we've got the Force MDs. Here's Tender Love.
Hi, this is Billy Brown of Ray Goodman and Brown. And when I'm looking for that special lady, I always listen to Mike on the Love Zone USA.
Kevin, Billy, yeah, it's uh, Ray Gibbon and Brown. Mm. Yes, beautiful music here inside the Love Zone USA with yours truly, Mike T. And Tony Diamond, my producer, here on this Thursday night for this specific show that I designed to have tonight entitled, uh, You're Pregnant? I had a vasectomy. And I guess in closing, I want to close with this thought, fellas. Um, you know, uh, Dr. Lukul did allude to the fact that, uh, you know, the before we, you know, accuse one another in this scenario. And the reason I did this show is because, uh, like I said, I got a phone call from a buddy of mine. And this is actually a true story. But what I'll leave you with, from the information that was disseminated tonight on the show, there are a couple of bullet points that you, you, you got to key in on on this. One is that, as the doctor said, if a guy has doubt, he should approach his lady and let her know that he's going to get a semen analysis. If he has an iota of doubt. That's number one that I got from this. Because her reaction, as the doctor said, should be one of, you know, support. If she, if the mailman isn't in the picture, (laughs) yeah, she should be very supportive of this. Two, the doctor stated emphatically that uh, after that semen analysis, if the gentleman has a zero sperm count, who's the baby daddy? Let's bottom line this. Who's the baby daddy? Not mine. <laughs> Let's clear this up now. Who's the baby daddy? If I'm going to the doctor to get a semen analysis and I've got a zero sperm count outside of what the doctor alluded to was immaculate conception. The question therein lies, who's the baby daddy? Now, in this story that I'm telling you, the young woman is telling her, her, uh, well, they're just living together right now, her boyfriend, that um, she's six months pregnant. Well, ladies and gentlemen, you learned about this in the OJ trial. It's called a timeline. Go back six months. Where was she six months ago? Oh, okay. Left town. Hmm. With the girlfriends, huh? At a wedding. One of the girlfriends' weddings. Mm. Things that make you go, hmm. Zero sperm count. Six months later. Turn back the clock. Six months. Was at a girlfriend's wedding. Out of town. 
things that make you go, hmm. So, ladies and gentlemen, on this last point, zero sperm count. Six months ago, she was out of town. So, put two and two together. Put two and two together. Because, fellas, as you've heard in the news, young lady has got a bill being passed, trying to get passed, in the Georgia legislature about limiting vasectomies. Now, for those of you guys out there who are contemplating that decision to actually go through with it, and God forbid, God forbid that if, um, you know, you come up to this scenario where we're talking about here where could it be the mailman's? Because it sure ain't yours if you got a zero sperm count. And as the doctor also said, this is the last point, that if there's still some doubt, then a paternity test might be in order. Bottom line, who's the baby daddy? Who's the baby daddy? Yes, this is can happen. So keep those things in mind, ladies and gentlemen. Now, whatever you do in the dark will definitely come to the light, whether through a paternity test, whether the baby doesn't look like me, or DNA. Yeah, the truth shall set you free. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, the reason I had this show tonight is because this story has somewhat of a continuation. The young lady was at a wedding six months prior to telling her living boyfriend that she's now pregnant. Six months ago, she was at a wedding out of town. And, uh, hmm, I just got a feeling. Well, we're going to continue this. So I want you guys to stay tuned. Because in the future, I am going to allude back to this show in the future about this scenario. And if my gut feeling is right, all I can say in closing, I've enjoyed your company. Hope you've enjoyed mine. For those of you who did, I'll see you another time. Whatever you do, do it with two. It's more fun than one. But just remember to be loyal. Be loyal. The word is commitment. And lastly, like I said, whatever you do in the dark shall definitely come to the light. Because if it's not his baby, then I'm going to leave you with this song by the Ozzy Brothers. Baby girl, you're busted. 
Till next week, same time, same place, it's the Love Zone USA. In the morning, where you been? Baby, you in my two-way. I was with my girlfriend. You were lying. I called Keisha and Tanya, and they were both at home. But I didn't say them though. But they know your friends. I know, girl, you better wait before you get all upset. Here's the truth. Talk to me. I was with my girl when she got some bad news. And a man cheated, had her upset and confused. But they're the worst I got to do. What you coming in at?
baby. Don't get no better than this. When I need to lead the weapon against the challenges of love, I'll call on the Love Zone USA. This is Danny Glover. <laughs> 